Hey there, Attack on Titan fans. Welcome to another episode of the Attack on Titan After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we are talking about episode 28, Southwestward. I guess it's true what they say. You really can't go home again. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Not even gonna lie, guys, this song, the new opening song has really grown on yeah, me. Yeah, I, same. You know, I feel like I was more accepting of this one than I was initially of Wings of Freedom because, like, I was ready for there to be yeah. a new song, whereas, like, when Wings of Freedom came in, I was, was like, really what abrupt. is this? <laughs> Why did you change it? <laughs> now you know that I also love Wings of Freedom, so it just, it took longer, but this one I was like, oh, I'm all in. Like, yeah. day one, ready, good, let's do it. Let's yeah, go. I've been, I've still been scouring the internet for a full version, and the mm. only one that exists right now is people just looping, looping it. Yeah. And I'm like, dang it, it must not be out yet. Yeah. So, uh, the second that changes, I'm gonna be super jazzed to see mm-hmm. what the full song mm-hmm. sounds like. <laughs> Um, but hey there, guys. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the After uh, Attack on Titan After Show on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and introduce my fantastic panel. To my left, the lovely Emma Fife. That's me, Emma Fife. And you can find me in my name. It's Emma Fife. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that because there's probably a lower third that says it. So you know how to spell it. <laughs> to her left, the lovely Alexis Torres. Hey, everybody. Uh, you guys can find me all over the interwebs at atorres890 with a very scraggly uh, voice as of right now. <laughs> it's like kind of sexy. I'm not going to Yeah, no, yeah you, got like a, you got like a Kathleen Turner thing going on. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's great. the Phoebe Buffet, like, <laughs> smoky, like, smelly cat, smelly cat. I mean, yeah. I could, but I'm not going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, Katie Cullen, um, guys, uh, we, we sent her away because she might have been a titan. Yeah, well, she um, had to go She had to go home, so she, like, went to the... <laughs> oh, no! Why is it You never break me! What's happening? <laughs> she went home, and her entire village was destroyed, yeah. and no one was there, mm-hmm. and it was just yeah. real upsetting, right. so tweet her your wishes. <laughs> just tell just condolences. Just, just tweet her welcome home every five seconds. At yeah. That's amazing. Um, I'm Megan Salinas. You guys can tweet at me at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. We are going to be keeping an eye on the hashtag ABTVTitan, as well as an eye on the live chat. And if you guys haven't already done so, please go to iTunes to rate, subscribe, leave a comment. We love hearing from you. Uh, and you might even get a shout out on the show. I actually didn't check ahead of time to see whether or not iTunes uh, had okay. updated. So, well, we'll do it later in the exactly. show. We'll exactly. We'll do it later in the show. So, yeah, you may get a shout out if you guys Woo-hoo. do that. Keep in mind, though, it takes iTunes a couple days to update. That is true. Um, before we get started, I also want to. I'm probably going to say this at the beginning of every episode. Please, 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 in the live chat and in the comments below, keep discussion to this episode alone. Some of the people on this panel have not read uh, this portion of the manga, so please be courteous and no spoilers. And guys, here's the thing. The show may very well be diverting from the manga anyway, but don't use that as an excuse to spoil people. So, okay, let's go ahead and kind of get started. I wanted to get started with you, Alexis, because last week we talked a little bit about all of our backgrounds with oh. Attack on Titan. So, like, um, I want to know, how did you get into this show? So This crazy, a very upsetting show. So, for people who know me, you girls know this, I'm a very squeamish person. Extremely squeamish. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, when I first heard about this, I was like, oh, I'm never going to watch this, because I'm not going to be able to do it. Even though it's funny, because I'm wearing an FMA shirt, <laughs> which is also extremely squeamish. Yeah, um, Kind of a lot of body yeah. horror in that show. Yeah, right? no, true. And I can get through that. So, I was like, okay, maybe I can do it. But I just, I don't know, I always put it on the back burner. My, uh, 
uh, my fiance now, a uh, boyfriend at the time, um, was like, hey, there's this anime. I need you to watch this now. I've already watched most of it. You need to watch this right now. And I was like, okay. I mean, we're only like a few months into our relationship, but I, I guess, yeah, that's fine. And so we sat down for a whole weekend and watched whatever that was there at the time. Nice. And I was like, yeah, I need, I need more of this. I need yeah. more of this in my life. And then it became kind of like our, our Saturday thing. We'd watch like an Aww. episode or two until it ended and then uh we cried all when season one ended and then yeah and then now it's been kind of like our thing we actually i if you guys have been following me on social media i bought our our dog a a hobbit cloak but when he runs around the house it looks like he's got a little like a little scout but yeah it's kind of been our thing i mean even um even then we still kind of talk about like different theories sometimes and and yeah i think if i if he didn't really push me to watch the show i would never have watched it to be honest right so and i i still haven't read the manga yet though i've been kind of keeping my head in the dark yeah. So you guys are both <clears throat> people who have not read the manga mm-hmm. and have somehow miraculously stayed spoiler free mm-hmm. for four years. So guys, do not <laughs> blow it. I am begging you. Oh god. <laughs> um. So yeah, talking about this episode, uh, we were we we could barely contain ourselves um outside the studio because this was such a good episode. It really, I thought that this episode did a really nice job of balancing telling stories mm-hmm. about a lot of different characters. So you got a lot. From from the characters who we spent most of season one with. You know, we got to see a lot more of Aaron and Mikasa and um, Armin in this episode than we did in the previous two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, we got more from Ymir and Krista mm-hmm. and, uh, and like, even just that, like, one little moment in the beginning that Connie's in is so good and then Sasha comes back and it just, it, it all, it all, like, tied together really nicely while still feeling like you were getting just segments of stories of all the various characters yeah. that are going to continue into the next episode because this show is extremely episodic. Yes. Yeah, this or, or extremely serial rather. Yeah. Like if you watch if you skip an episode of Attack on Titan, you, you are, are lost. so lost. Lost because so, so much happens in a single episode. And this is this is an ex- excellent example of that because they packed literally like fifteen different storylines mm-hmm. yeah. into one episode. Yeah, uh, Alexis, what did you think? No, I thought this was really good because I've been again. I can't believe that it, I didn't even realize that it's been this long between I know, seasons right? until I looked it up, and I was like, no. There's, there's no, no way. There's no way. There's yeah. But holy crap. for a series yes that's been way. away for so long, it it hasn't skipped a beat. No, and like, no. everything, the continuity, like in terms of mm-hmm. the style of the show, the the music, everything looks the same. Yeah. Like you just watched the end and of I mean, season one. And they are fortunate from the point of view that like they do have a source material that they're working off of. Mm-hmm. The manga obviously exists. There is more story in the manga. And yes, do I think it's going to basically follow the manga? Sure, but you can't like conclusively say, oh, it's just going to exactly be yeah. the manga. Even if the storytelling is the exact same intent, because you look at something like Game of Thrones, which mm-hmm. deviates from the books quite a lot, and at this point is past the point that we are in the mm-hmm. books, but apparently it's supposed to have more mm-hmm. or less the same ending that the books are going to have. They're just going to take a slightly different route to get there. It's like yeah. taking a shortcut. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the one thing I've actually really loved about the series, especially even though we've only had three episodes, I feel like we've gotten like, like, steps like yeah. further into the story within uh, just a short amount of time and it just it, it 
I liked how you worded it, where you're like, we got a lot of content, but also a lot of questions still being yeah. thrown at our faces. Like, Attack on Titan's super good about, like, we're going to answer some questions and then throw 15 more yeah. at you. <laughs> sure. Like, but I also loved what we got, especially with, uh, with uh, I always call her Potato Girl, but oh, Sasha. Yeah. I loved that we got to see her backstory, even though it was, like, really tiny. Yeah. We got to see what village she was part yeah. of. Also, I would love for someone to explain to me why she's so crazy about food, because I mean, I know I get hangry, but I feel like that scene was a bit much for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it has to do with just, like, you know, she grew up in this kind of poor, isolated village, and we see, obviously, that her dad, for all that you would think he'd be, like, weird, get-off-my-lawn, redneck <laughs> dad, like, he's actually, like, really very sweet. giving and nice and, like, wants to help the people. Yeah, he's all about, like, community and yeah. everything like that. Um, so I think for Sasha, it was more like a bunch of people came in mm-hmm. and food became very scarce. scarce. Yeah. And even though their family is more than able to provide for themselves, there's still a lot less food to go around. Sure. So that's why she's so obsessed with it. Yeah. Or maybe she just really loves potatoes. I mean, yeah, listen. <laughs> like I said, I, don't, I get hangry. And she legit gets rewarded <laughs> with a potato <laughs> in this episode. And it made me so happy. I was so happy for her in this moment because like, it's one of those things where like little tiny moments of joy and happiness and yeah. attack our titan are so few and far <laughs> they between. They really are. Just the, the the look of pure bliss, especially after the freaking like day that she's yep. had. Yep. This is still the same day. She only got to be home for like probably about thirty minutes right. before <laughs> getting right back on the road. Yeah, it was oh. it, again. This episode really just it brought me back, and I was like, I can't. Like, I'm actually itching for that next episode yeah, now yeah. because we're just we're really into it especially because yeah. now so many theories yeah <laughs> we were talking last week about people who are, are waiting to to just binge the whole thing all mm-hmm. over again and I'm not even gonna lie I'm kind of envious of those people right because yeah. you don't have to wait to get answers you know for me it's like when I watched the series initially it was all out it was mm-hmm. all available uh, and and maybe maybe when I first started watching it only the first half was there but at, at yeah. any rate like I was able to watch all of it like in a weekend yeah. once I made the commitment that I was like okay I'm really doing this so yeah it is it, and it is it's rough to end on those yeah. like insane cliffhangers from week to week uh, they're so, so good at it too yeah. yeah and and speaking of cliffhangers you know the cliffhanger last week was coming into Connie's village yeah and we picked up right there yeah, yeah. it's completely empty houses are decimated there are no bodies no that's what freaked me uh, out also, except, except <laughs> this giant deformed titan with a big head and little and little, t- little T-Rex arms and little T-Rex legs, like literally cannot stand or walk or move in any way, shape, or form. And Connie is looking at this thing. And Megan, I know you pointed out last week that you felt that the eyes of were the titan so were so similar to Connie's. Mm-hmm. Connie noticed that too. Yeah. He was like, guys. I think that the Titan is, and they're like, we gotta go, let's leave. You and gotta I, love Reiner, just like, nope, can't even think about that right <laughs> now, guys. Um, go ahead, Alexis. No, 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 no. Uh, again, because my fiance is also engineering the show, he brought up <laughs> a really great point of the fact that he was like, I, this is this is proving my fact that, like, these are proving people. my fact? Yeah, no, I said it. I can't, like, I, when I, I was watching. Like, he knows for a fact that his theory is correct. Yeah. And yeah. he's just waiting for evidence to back it up. You can ask him. He will say it. He has graphs and charts and diagrams. It's a whole he's thing. He's got a murder yeah. wall. Yeah. No, there's just strings. Our entire house is made of strings for attack on theories. But no, it just, but it did make sense to me that, like, the fact that there's one, when she said there was no blood, 
in the yeah. entire place. I was like, this is too this is too much of a quinky thing to be happening. But I feel like these are people who are just becoming Titans. Yeah. Now. Well, there's not only that. There's no blood. Yeah. There right. are no bodies. Yep. There are no like disembodied there's anything. Nothing. The the Titan that Connie's looking at that says "Welcome home. home" to him erupted out of his home. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no hole in the wall. Nothing. They assumed right. that there was a breach in the wall, and that's where the Titans came from. Yep. Right. There are all of the horses are still in their stables. Yep. So if the town was evacuated. Those people ain't gonna get very far, especially yeah. with Titans on the loose. So yeah, I I feel like that theory. I I feel like that's I feel like that's basically it. Whatever. Uh, ha- yeah. The question is how. I just I I mean I'm really upset because this priest won't open his dang mouth and just yeah. tell us why. But yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, let's talk about Pastor Nick for a little mm. bit because. First of all, he's so annoying. He's infuriating, but so quickly has a character who we were just like, you know, a a basically throwaway character. Like, I always think of um, the the business owner from season one who was totally willing to let um, a bunch of people die just so he could get his stupid cart through the wall. So stupid. So I always think of that guy as like, one-dimensional, like, characters that, like, no redeeming qualities whatsoever. And Nick, for me, when he was first introduced, I just thought he was a one-dimensional zealot. Um, And then we get that scene with him and Hanji in the first episode, and here we see compassion and sorrow and regret in his expressions as he's seeing all these people who have now, whose homes have been decimated because of the Titans. Sure, Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, it it was interesting because obviously, like, in that first episode, we are certainly under the impression that he 100% knew that there were Titans in the walls, that the the walls themselves are literally Titans. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, And then, obviously... We were like, well, what the hell, man? Like, you're kind of the worst. And because basically his What's re- the deal there? Yeah, because his reaction was make sure it gets that it gets covered up by you know nightfall. Like, don't let the don't let the daylight uh, touch, touch it, it. Yeah. exactly. Because as far as they know, though, of course, we find out that is not the case yep. uh, in this episode. Titans can really only be active during the daytime. Yeah. But yeah, Just exactly. Like, who made up this? Cock-a-day I don't know. Game? I don't know. <laughs> so stupid. I know. I said it was like the the opposite of Legend of Zelda. Like, <laughs> Anyway, so he, but then in this episode, we see that, like, yeah, okay, obviously he knows about it, but he's clearly dealing with, like, guilt about knowing about it and not revealing it. So you kind of wonder, like, who's making him not reveal that he knows this? Who, who, what, like, what does the Order of the Wall have on him? Right. Or, like, what, what is their mindset? Because we get the sense, you know, just based on, maybe, maybe the organization as a whole is nefarious, but we get from just, like, looking at him, looking at all of these people, he doesn't necessarily want humanity to go down in flames. But at the same time, as they pointed out in the last episode, whatever secret he's keeping, if humanity has to go extinct as a result, then so be it. Is is yeah. seems to be the his the attitude. Yeah, yeah. Idea. I just want to know how what started all this. Also, why now? Because I mean, even in the beginning of the season, sure we had our major titans, but like right. just all of a sudden now. I mean, I know that we're like within a span of a few weeks sure, at this sure. point, but like, why? Why now are we making and why this long for these villagers to now become titans? Well, we were talking about it last week. 
it seems like it's not coincidence right, right. that the day that the inside man right. from, you know, you know, Annie, that the day she gets exposed mm-hmm. happens to also be the same day that all of these titans it's like a just really magically bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and not at all a coincidence. No, yeah. like, definitely this not. This is definitely a coordinated but, and Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is there, besides obviously getting rid of humanity, like, what's the other endgame? What is the point? Yeah. Yeah. What's the motive? Well, what's yeah. the motive? Is it just because we're running out of food? And, right, and especially, too, because, yeah, obviously, <laughs> like, there is something to do with, like, actual human beings becoming titans, but, like, not in the fun way. <laughs> not is the wrong word. No, but, but not, not in a cool me. way. Right, where yeah. you can, like, not in the, like, Aaron or Annie kind of way, yeah. where, like, you are still sentient and in mm-hmm. control. Like, once you figure and out you that... once you get to be in a giant kaiju yeah, fight. Like, like, once you remember <laughs> that it's you, like, you good. Yeah. Um, but, like, I but I agree with you, Alexis. Like, I feel like it has something to do with, like... Overpopulation? Cons- c- overpopulation and consumerism. And- <laughs> Can you imagine being at that meeting? Okay, great. So we get rid of all of humanity. They become titans, but then they eat, eat themselves. Yeah, they eat themselves. Yeah, so... Then what? It could. What happens it then? could be not not to go like too far into like prediction or theory territory, oh, but it could be that Titans were originally man-made as like a weapon, uh, and then it just and then it just spiraled out of control. Right, right, and they're right. Like, it's wow, kind, this did not go of, like the way we thought. It's it would. kind of like how the zombie situation happens in Resident Evil, where like mm. it was supposed to be like an experimental drug to like make people into superhumans yes. but like the the like earlier versions of it just made people into zombies yeah. and even the ones that did make people into superhumans like made them into grotesque like mutations kind of, that could like not survive crazy yeah. Yeah. project nemesis yeah. like monstrosity yeah, exactly I just, I just feel like the end result is not going to be anywhere oh, no. close to what they wanted no, and then no. everyone's just going to die especially if they're going to be starting to run out of their soldiers like I don't understand what's the point in that yeah but another freaking bombshell that Nick drops is that not only is this not something he can just, you know, information he can divulge at will, but you know what he can say? We were in charge of monitoring someone in the scout regiment. Oh, yes. Yes. Who probably can reveal way more secrets than we ever could. Yep. Dang. Yep. 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 So cute. <laughs> Adorable. Darling. Who <laughs> me, Krista? Krista. Like, you <sighs> How? What? I mean, why? It, it was so funny too when like Aaron and Mikasa and Armin were describing her. They're like, "Yeah, she's really tiny and she's adorable." <laughs> <laughs> but again, I can see why because you wouldn't suspect it from a yeah. tiny, adorable, cute thing. I sure. guess. Sure. I, I know I we're know. not. I know we're not talking like manga spoilers at all. But there is a point at one time where Krista's talking to Reiner in the manga, and he's like, he just internal monologue. She's like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And he's like. Yeah, I'm totally fine. And internal monologue, he's like, marry me. Oh, <laughs> and then it's the last time I will mention the manga. I just had to that's, mention that's so that. Cute. I love that. Yeah, no, she's adorable. And I love that, like, we got a little bit of a conversation between her and Ymir mm-hmm. and how, like, Krista chose to go into the military mm-hmm. and join the Survey Corps. And, like, she shouldn't have, like, done as well as she did. Yeah. But, like, Ymir... I maybe potentially did poorly, so Krista would and clearly she's like, better than her class. Bumps right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing: is like I can't. 
keep forgetting that Amir isn't a member of the top ten. No, nope, she's because not. Because she and Krista are basically just attached to the hip. Yeah. And um, and she's constantly teasing Krista, like, no. oh, well, you're my future wife. I mean, listen, if, yeah. I, if, I'm in be, if I'm being real with you, like, they are my attack on time, no TP, so, like, uh, uh, I believe course. I believe someone said that, I mean, if you look up, uh, like, wow, 107 facts of attack on Titan, mm-hmm. I right. believe that the creator did say that they might, they are a couple. I'm not quite sure if that's actually completely canon, Listen, but I'm taking it to the grave with me. me. Yeah, but I was yeah. like, yes, I need this in my life. Uh, <laughs> I, and not to mention that, like, if that's true, if she really did intentionally, like, stay out of the top ten, you know, she basically gave up going into the interior and living a really cushy life yeah. for Krista. Yeah. Yep. Now, here's the thing. Is she motivated by love? Because, you know, she does make a point of going, like, hey, I didn't do it for you. I did it for me. Oh, come on. I love you. Yeah. Uh, No, correct. (laughs) I I just added that little line. I mean, it's suggested that it has something to do with their past connections Mm -hmm. and Ymir's specifically to Krista's family. So. That's exactly it. Because Krista brings up, is it because of my family? And Ymir says, yeah. And it's like, well, okay, well, who's your dad? Uh, in, yeah, what's related, happening? Related to anybody important? <laughs> um, and here's, if she is related to somebody like really important, why would they just allow her to go into the survey corps? Not to mention, because yeah. they know what Nick, she is. You're doing a really yeah. crappy job of monitoring her, <laughs> and she's all the way out there right now without her goddamn gear. Yeah. <laughs> Again, taking the gear away was like not the greatest choice. Again, maybe because she's just this amazing weapon that we don't know about yet. Yeah. And that is why they're like, eh, whatever, it'll what? be fine. Krista actually is Wonder Woman in disguise. You never know. I'm that sounds great. Um, but, uh, you know, what? to kind of get back to it, is Emir motivated by love or, as I just pointed out, Pastor Nick doesn't seem to be really doing a good job of monitoring her. And there's this really weird edit. And the only mm. reason I notice is because I pay hyper attention to any scene mm. with Reiner in it. Because mm. of, Reiner's my He's favorite. favorite. Yep. Um, so I pay hyper attention to any scene. And... There's a scene towards the end of the episode where he gives mm-hmm. her this really weird look, and it's like the edit was like we got cut into the middle of a scene. Right. And Attack on Titan is normally really well paced, and she gives him like this death glare. So I'm like, I feel like we're going to come back to this scene. Either that, or this was a really poor edit for what otherwise will be a deleted scene mm, on the right, DVD. Right, right, well, right. I don't know if Neil's up there, but I thought he saw something in that scene. Um, I don't know if you're up there or anything, if you wanted to speak on uh-huh. that. But either way, uh, I believe he said that he saw something in that scene, and that's why she gave him the death glare. I don't remember, because yeah. I, I kind of looked down and then looked back up during that point in time. So like Reiner, It looks like... Oh, there uh, it is. Can, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we hear you. It looked like Reiner was holding a ring. Which remind me of the ring that Annie was wearing. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. This is why I brought this up. And, I mean. And she glared at him with those very thin, evil looking pupils, which is obviously an animation technique. So, I don't know. She didn't fit into my theory before, but Reiner fucking does. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing uh, if. If she is, like, some sort of double agent-y type person, I don't think she's working with, like, 
whatever group Annie was involved yeah, I in, didn't with you. I feel like she's definitely working on behalf of the Order of the Wall. Yeah. For some reason, Emir seems to be the type of person that just does not care. Yeah. She only kind of she's like, look, I'm just living my life according to how I see fit. Yeah. Like, but then again, if she does feel this deep connection to Krista, then maybe that's what she feels like pursuing. She needs I to don't do. know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't <laughs> know, but I'm so excited that, like, we're finally focusing on them, because I yeah. love, I lo- like, as brief as they were, I loved their interactions from season one. Yeah. And I'm really glad we're finally getting to see that develop, and that it looks like it's going to be a really significant plot point, right? yeah. given how clearly important Krista is. Yeah, I yep. like that they just, like, threw that in there immediately, of like, oh no, Krista's actually really super important, guys. Like, <laughs> she was just kind of, <laughs> ar- she was kind of around and adorable last season, and now, like, this is, this There's is a reason really why. Into why, why she She's around and adorable. Yeah, no, it, and it's so so good. Um, side note, by the way, uh, does anybody feel like if you're, I I know that shelter is important. Sure. Yeah. Uh, especially when you're living in this world, yes, and it's, it's a terrible thing. Uh-huh. Yep. But does anybody feel like heading over towards a creepy, probably haunted castle was like the probably last place yeah. you want to fortify yourself during a especially, titan especially because it was just a tower. Like it wasn't even yeah, anything yeah, major. I was gonna say it was not even <laughs> there really a there full were castle. Already ruins. Yeah, <laughs> there were like some walls around <laughs> and this one. Tower that's very narrow and very easily knocked down. Thank you. I was there going, why is everybody in one place? Yeah, it's already half rubble too. Yeah. And like, if it wasn't haunted before, it's, it's probably, probably haunted, haunted now. now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was just weird. As soon as they all started coming up and like hitting against the tower, I was like, I don't even know why you guys were in here in the first place. I, yeah, like, there's no better. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way that has the structural integrity to really stay. No, and like, I long. understand. Yes, you want to get like a van. <laughs> point on sure. Titans and we've definitely seen some really cool fight scenes in the previous season where like there was a Titan in the room and like we figured out how to like get up in the rafters mm-hmm. and, and attack but like not the no the tower does not qualify like <laughs> up in the up in like a bunch of trees sure because there's like other trees around like in the event that the tree you are standing in gets knocked down <laughs> you just hop on over to the next tree but there is nowhere to go once you go in that tower yeah and yeah. I just thought it was weird because there's like there's actually nowhere for you to go so when they, it was reminding me of like the other guys were like you know aim for the bush and there's nothing there <laughs> they're just jumping off but like yeah it just I don't I don't understand yeah. what's the point in that <laughs> because there was literally nowhere else to go. <laughs> I'm just waiting for it. Just it, it's just a Scooby Doo setup, though. Oh, it goes to the haunted yeah. castle, and then we're gonna split up, and yep. things are gonna be terrible. Yeah. Those, uh-huh. those darn kids. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Henderson. Oh, yeah, the, the Beast like, Titans running around going, and I would have gotten away with it, too. It hasn't been for you meddling Survey Corps members. Oh, my God. Speaking <laughs> of, I really feel like, um, you know, the guy with the, the current kind of commanders of the 104th. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like. One, I don't know any of their names. I don't, Who put I them in charge? <laughs> they, I yeah. I'm just really, I feel bad for Pompadour Guy. I'm oh, like, Pompadour Guy. Pompadour Guy. I'm like, he's not long for this world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of they all, tried. he he's in command and he's leading uh, a group of scouts as they're checking the wall. And he's just freaking out. And I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be like... Leading these <clears throat> children, mind you, and you, you need to get it together. And like his battle cry is, "I could be drunk right now if it wasn't for you." 
film. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like he needs to get his life together. Yeah, I, need, I need Levi to come back. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, Eliara in the chat actually literally just asked, how long do you think Levi will be injured for? Will we see Levi I action mean, this season? That yeah. that injury that he had, though, was pretty gnarly. It was pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't know. It, yeah, and that's the thing. is even injured, though. And Grant, he's not at 100% and won't be for a long time, as my guess. Right. But... Even injured, he's still magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, side note, <laughs> that really makes a lot of sense. Uh, so Goddess Anime in the chat points out the Titans are not supposed to be able to move around at night, which maybe explains why they all went in the tower. But <laughs> no. So, no. No. Here's the thing, guys, is we've already talked about this. We talked about this last week. Yes, Titans aren't supposed to be able to really move around at night, but Hanji did experiments. She mm-hmm. conducted experiments. That's true. Some Titans get lethargic. Other Titans are like, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, like I can yeah. stay awake. It's fine. I feel like this is not the time right. to be like sleeping on sure, the fact sure. that we have weird titans that well, are running around. And the <laughs> opening scene of the series involved the Survey Corps attacking a titan at night. That yeah. is true, guys. I don't know why the show keeps hammering in this <laughs> idea that like just right. because it's nighttime, the titans are like, oh yeah, there's no way they're gonna get it. Yeah. Oh guys, do it. I feel like this is like you studied this. This guys. is like a breakdown of information. You know what I mean? Like this is obviously like Hanji like knows, but because there's no like cell phones or Twitter, like they can't just like tweet about it and be like, oh FYI, guys, like they and, can't like publish it on you know the Hollywood Reporter or something. To be fair, even though they do study it, like Hanji's the one conducting all these experiments where theories. Aren't necessarily right, hundred yeah. percent verified. Sure, sure. And no one wants to talk to her. Right, you got it. Correct. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Anyway, to kind of get back to back to, back to Levi. <laughs> I love him so back much. Back to Levi. I feel like at some point, like I feel like he's out of commission for right now. But I also feel like if the situation gets bad enough, he'll step in. Yeah, I, I feel so like, he's like I do too. I, I'm not good, but like clearly these guys need help. Yeah, but I also love that he was just like ordering everybody around in this episode. He's like, we're, you're gonna do this thing. Yes, sir. you don't have a choice. Yes, sir. you're just gonna do it. Now, yes, <laughs> kind of, kind of going off of that, like, how do you guys feel about the idea that Aaron could very well use his Titan body to plug up a theoretic? You know, the hole doesn't exist but but that he could do okay that. i think okay yes that makes sense to me that he could do it but like how do you go from like i'm a living breathing titan <laughs> to i am an actual piece of like well, rock metal thank you well and thank that you. and it's like would he then be stuck in the wall no like, i guess you would try he, to get out like because, would yeah. you be able to get him well, out? i think he could abandon his like titan body you yes. know what i mean because yeah. obviously like we have seen him it. be like pulled out of the titan body before exactly yeah, and, and he just did but it the problem is is that like I assume Annie knows how to do these things. Correct. Yeah, I'm sure she does. Uh, and we know that Titans have varying abilities. He might not even have the ability to do that. I assume he does. See, since yeah. Titans are made See, up of I'm the a wall. garbage person. And I was like, just put Annie in the wall. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, yeah. clearly I'm not going to do she's that. She's like in a crystal <laughs> right know. now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like that was me being like, she'll fit. She's just taking no, She's taking like a crystal nap right yeah. now or something. So if it's, <laughs> it's a good thing that it's just a thing we have to think about in theory. Because yeah. they're at, there is no hole in the wall. No, there right, is far as right. we can tell. So it's a good thing that, like, that's a thing we can theorize. But is it, like, but is it weird that I laughed at that picture of him just like, hey, like into the <laughs> well, wall? Because his hair was fused into the wall. Yeah, it was just weird. And I just, I feel like 
as much as I know that they probably think that would be a really good way of just like quickly patching up sure. the wall with like some spackle, but like it doesn't. <laughs> like, spackle. spackle. It just doesn't. It just doesn't seem. It doesn't seem like a. It seems like a quick fix. It doesn't seem like it will be a long term. Yeah, I agree. And yeah. also, what happens if let's say okay, we're gonna put Aaron in the wall, and as they're starting to do that, more Titans right come or like. Decide to unwallify like that one we saw earlier. Yeah, right? there's just like the face in the wall. Like, <laughs> like, what are we supposed to do with that? I don't no. know. I don't know. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, and the other thing is too is that it's it's kind of one thing to <laughs> it's kind. Of, oh, go ahead. What? Oh no, Aj uh, Nizuma in the chat says yes. Fill the wall with Annie. <laughs> Great plan. I don't feel as Great much as like a terrible person. Well, it's it's one thing to be like. Uh, to be like Hanji and to be like, hey, Aaron, do you think you can do this? Mm-hmm. And it's a completely different thing for Levi to go, no, you don't have a choice. It's like, counterpoint, <laughs> if he can, you want a backup plan. <laughs> yeah, you might want a plan B. And and Levi just seems to be the type of person that's like, uh, leave the leave the backup plan to Irvin. <laughs> oh my <laughs> that's god. His job. Yeah. Oh. Oh. yeah, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, I just I, I agree with you guys. I just feel like this is not this is not a sound plan. I think this is just for now. Yeah, it's not. And clearly, like we're seeing Titans exhibiting more capable behavior because obviously, like we have the and I mean, as previously discussed, yeah. like Hanji had done some experiments. We knew that there were definitely Titans that were capable of being awake at night, but this mm-hmm. is the first time that we've really seen like a whole bunch of them right. stage yeah. an assault on something. Wait, okay, so maybe like if these Titans actually did come from the village, uh, right? Maybe that's and may, if Titans are man-made. Oh my god, maybe sorry, that's I just hit an that. in, maybe that's an intentional design. Yeah. Like all of our all of our beta titans, they're not really so good at night. Uh let's Try let's the give villain. let's give the upgraded uh-huh. patch. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, it makes sense. Yeah, well, and I, I mean, also, like, you know, you're, we're seeing now, obviously, the Beast Titan that really mm-hmm. looks more like so a confused. gorilla than yeah. a person. Especially um, if, yeah, if like assuming he's part of like whatever's behind mm-hmm. all this, right? He's clearly capable of learning. Oh my god! Yes, and adjusting accordingly. I mean, and that's exactly what I was saying last week, where it was like, you know, when oh. when he like took the piece of the three D maneuver gear, it was mm-hmm. like, he, you know, they were. He's clearly observing his environment. And learning and evolving. I mean, we see him jump over the wall. Yeah. Yes. Which is so unsettling. Like, he scales the wall and looks back at the castle and goes, yeah, eh. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, not important. Yeah. Not interested. It just keeps going. Like, and, and that's something we, you know, the last time we saw something like that, it was Annie trying to scale mm. the wall to get out. Right. And so it's so, like, clearly something outside the wall right. is where... I don't know. But you're also like, is this Titan like made from an animal that is not a human being because it resembles it, more, it's more of, of a, a primitive? Yeah, it looks like more of a Titan. primitive kind of creature than a deformed human. That and if we're kind of to take that with kind of what we see in the opening, mm-hmm. may. I mean, I was assuming because the fact that since he's the only one of his kind, I'm assuming like before we had like I maybe. 
regular titans or even before sure. we started experimenting on humans alone, maybe they were doing it on animals at right. one point. Yes. And eventually there was just that one yeah. who just was just super intellectual. Maybe someone was like the person who was creating this this character the character. This creature was you know very uh, tightly bonded with it, probably yeah, tried absolutely. to teach it Japanese and trying to go through all of that and language and things, and then eventually something happened, something snapped, you whatever. Know, since we see dinosaurs in the opening, uh, I feel like medieval <laughs> medieval Europe was just trying to create Jurassic Park. Yeah, we got, and a, and we got Chupacabra ter- instead. <laughs> <laughs> and everything went terribly wrong from there. I mean, yeah. although, you know what? Legit. Uh, the dinosaurs make me laugh in the opening, but you know what else kind of also fills me with a weird sort of joy? Mm. There's a giant giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and Hassan points out, too, that there's a flying whale. Like, yeah. I just, what's that about? I feel like, like that part of the opening sequence is so weird, where, like, they show everybody, and it starts with, like, everybody in the survey corps is, like, standing at attention, and they, like, show you, you know, glowing where their hearts are in their body, and then it just, like, evolves into all of these living things also have well, that's hearts. Why, well, that's why I think that they're, at one point, we were experimenting on animals because yeah. like I feel like the whole heart thing even though it reminds me of that weird commercial of heartburn or whatever yeah. like, I think someone intercut that with yeah. that commercial but anyway I agree with you. but I think that that's what it is because I mean as much as we know that Japanese openings usually are kind of like eh, this has nothing right, to do with the show but I, I feel like that's 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 way off yeah right, to be I agree not part of well, the show well and I, I think too it's like obviously one of the things that I really enjoy about Attack on Titan is the fact that they are very much, even though, yes, okay, we're trying to survive, mm-hmm. we're trying to uh, figure out a way to, like, stop the Titan onslaught and not live in fear and terror for all of our lives. <laughs> the other thing that I like about it is the whole idea of, actually, we want to find out, like, why this is happening mm-hmm. yeah. and where these things came answers. from. Yes. Yeah. What's in the basement? Right. <laughs> What's in the basement? Right. Right. It's not, what is in the basement? <laughs> in the dang basement. Well, I'm just glad that we're finally getting to that now. Now, I actually had a, while we were talking, I actually had a thought about, you know, because it looks really ridiculous in the opening to have a flying whale and uh, kind of a a flying um, water dinosaur. Um, But I'm thinking about (laughs) it and, you know, what you said about experimenting on animals and I really hope the show doesn't go this route. Oh boy. But maybe part of what whatever whatever force decided to create the Titans, mm-hmm. maybe it was trying to bring like the planet back into equilibrium. Oh. Because constant commentary in literally just about every show and movie is humanity is bad for the planet. Right. And yeah. so what and and so what if that, that scene with the Beast Titan in the opening isn't a literal scene of like giant dinosaurs and 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 other giant animals like that. What if it's just symbolic of the fact that he is on the side of nature? I mean, that would make sense. War. Even though he did hurt a horse, though, so I don't know how to feel about that. But it was also, a domesticated, domesticated horse. horse. That's true. That is true. But the horse doesn't know that. It's just no. doing its thing. It's just a good horse. It's just a good horse, man. It's not fair. But I can see that being a thing of him being like, oh, you know. Animals in the in in the wild should be taking over this planet instead of you guys taking in like my kind humani- and making it into humanity when allowed the freedom that it has had in the past Ooh. destroys. Yeah. Maybe it was a person who just couldn't stand humans anymore. Went out into the wild, decided that you know he wanted to make animals smarter, and maybe it was failing every time. So he experimented on himself with some sort of beast, and he became the, the beast, beast titan. titan. 
Yeah. And now mm. he's trying to get, now he's like, I have the power. Classic Henry Jekyll. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Never experiment but on I, yourself. I definitely guys. do think that there is some merit, you know, to the idea that there there is something in this about sort of like the failing of humanity mm-hmm. and their mm-hmm. sort of tendency to destroy one another. And so you could see why, again, as you say, Alexis, like the Beast Titan is on the side yeah. of of nature well, and animals. And there's and, also a lot of comment, you know, especially in the first season and with, with the first opening too, yeah. with that first arc, humanity has essentially been relegated to the role mm-hmm. of cattle. Sure, yep. yeah. And, it, you know, and that's something that we can't stand because in the past we've been the dominant species yep. at least in this other world I also assume that that's, that's the truth yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's in our nature to kind of try to conquer and dominate so like right. yeah I can yeah. understand if at some point some external force was like yeah enough of that well because it is, it is absolutely also about the idea that you know, humans are no longer the top of the food chain like yep. we have nothing in our own reality that we have to fear more than ourselves. Except yeah. for sharks and lions. <laughs> Tigers and bears, oh my! <laughs> no, not even remotely. <laughs> uh, so that, you know, now you're placing humanity in this situation of, okay, like, we are actually the legit prey of something. Yeah. And so we have to, like, Ugh. you know, band Gosh. together to mm-hmm. to try to like put a when, stop to that but which also is, which like, is really which, difficult because our urge is to tear each other apart right and also with mm. the collapse of society you see human beings becoming like the worst possible versions of themselves in a very uh, you know walking dead-esque manner yes well that's why I mean I know that we're, we're pretty much in prediction territory yeah at this yeah, yeah. Time. Like, I, the whole thing man I, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I do want to bring up um, yes. one other aspect uh, about just a few other side characters that we see very briefly. Um, Captain Rico makes a quick I, appearance. Oh, yeah. uh, my anime doppelgangers. As does Hans, who um, I, I, I like that the show took some time to reacquaint us with a few characters that we haven't seen yeah. in four years. Sure, sure. Um, and, and they had very minor roles in the first season, so it's nice to get a reminder of like, hey, Remember how cool Captain Rico is? <laughs> no, hey, yeah, she is pretty cool. You remember how Hans like owed Aaron's dad a favor? Yep. Like, yeah. hey, hey, these guys are still running around out here. Thank goodness. Yep. Yeah, I do love Captain Rico. She's yeah. just so cool. Yeah, she's yeah. rad. Like that. That. Um. Like. She I like, doesn't have time for anybody's crap. You know no, what I mean? It's like, fantastic. And I, I feel bad because I forget the actual character's name, but Chris Sabat's character in season one is just constantly freaking out, and she's mm. just cool and calm and collected as she's a cucumber. Fantastic. Yeah, she's I great. know. I, yeah. w- I would like to point out that Megan literally just wrote <laughs> Rico, Hannes, and Chris Sabat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I you did. <laughs> That is how it's in my Sorry, notes. Guys, yeah. there's a lot of German names in this show. There I is. can't keep track, guys. And I try so hard. And it's really hard figuring out how to pronounce what, especially when it's right. in right. it's German, translating Japanese, translating back in English. English. But my question is, where is <laughs> where is Jean? Because like yeah. he's still in the interior. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. but like why is he not on the show? Because like I love him. I, I miss Jean. <laughs> we still have time. It's only three episodes. True, it's true, it's true. I, I hope he comes back soon because Jean yeah, is too. so great. Um, but yeah, we should probably go ahead and walk on into predictions. 
official prediction. Yeah, because this has just been the theory hour with Alexis and Megan. But it's but I mean um, we have enough time to I do that. I predict that people will get eaten by titans. Yay! I feel like that's a solid prediction. I like that prediction. Well, no, I wanted to talk about a little bit before we like completely dip out on that the whole nature versus human kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Maybe this is just me just like really spitballing at this point in time. Maybe that's why we have titans in the first place. Maybe they found out that the scientist or whoever this person is is trying to like make an army of beasts or something like right, that. Right, to like take down. And so they're like, what, whatever, we'll make an army of humans. And then yeah. it just goes, that's terribly awry. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, uh, that might be too far-fetched. L. Yara in the chat asks, will we get an opening to this season? No, because this season's it's only, only going to be 12 episodes. Yeah. That would be we'd have six episodes with this current yeah. opening and then six with a new one. I mean, it's you possible, possible. I guess, but, um, but I, I am assuming these 12 episodes are one arc, like yeah. the Battle of Trump. Yeah, sure, um, sure, that sure. Sort of thing. Yeah, that's my that's my guess. That hurts I, my soul. I have no yeah. idea. My prediction. Okay, you guys remember how earlier I mentioned that Reiner is my favorite yeah, character? Yes, yes, quite, um, yes. Uh, I am really excited about this next episode because it looks like we finally get a little bit yes. of backstory Woo! for him. Literally, my favorite moment in the series was the moment he escaped from the female Titan because yeah. it's like one of the few moments yeah. of like true triumph yeah. that you have. And so after that, I, I fell in love with that character. And so I'm, I'm really cheating excited. a little bit from reading the chat, but I predict something is up with Bertold because Eliara pointed out, what's the deal with him? I'm getting weird vibes. You know what? I, I was getting weird vibes someone too. in the chat said, oh, there's a reason. <gasps> no! <laughs> he was, you know what? It's so interesting because when, when we're in Connie's village, you know, Reiner is there comforting <laughs> Connie. And right. like, mm-hmm. You know, at, at least a little bit. And, right. and, and Bertolt Bert- had been the one that was just, like gung-ho about going there in the first place. He was, so was weird. super uncomfortable. Like, you could, and granted, they're, they, they've stumbled upon a very scary scene, but Bertolt has always been really quiet. And like, while they were there, he was like, yeah, sure. Let's let's do that, I guess. Yep. Do you do you guys think that he could also be a Titan? You know what? If Emir is a double agent yeah. for Pathanic, <laughs> right? And Annie, you know, was uh was a was also um, a, double a double agent. agent yeah. Honestly, you should throw any and all trust you have right out the window right now. Yep. And, and you know what they say, don't trust the quiet ones. That's what yep. I'm saying. That's why I was like, maybe, yeah. don't maybe trust, trust the quiet ones. No one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. on that yeah. note, don't trust the quiet ones. I think that just about does it for this it week. It does. It does. Alexis, where can people go if they want to find you? Oh, man. You guys can find me all over the interwebs at ATORS890. Man, I've got eight shows running at, at current. Oh, jeez. So I'm on that. I'm like right with you. Emma, with all of the stuff that you have going on. But, like, yeah, so I have this, I have Into the Badlands, I have Jedi Alliance, I have Bob's Burgers, whenever that comes back. Yeah, uh, this, this Sunday. This Sunday? Yes. <laughs> and, um, and then, yeah, I have three other shows that I can't remember off the top of my head. One on Earp and a few other things that are also going to be coming back that I will be a part of. Woohoo! Yeah! Emma Fife. Uh, I'm Emma Fife. I can be found all over social media. My name, Emma Fife. Uh, I am on the Bob's Burgers after show as well with Alexis. Yeah. Uh, also, a reminder that, uh, uh, I also am a frequent guest on Collider TV Talk, and we are doing a trial run of doing that show on a daily basis. That is May 1st through 5th. We'll be streaming live at 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific time slash 11 o'clock, uh, 8 o'clock a.m. Pacific time slash 11 o'clock a.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. Uh, and we will we'll be streaming live. We'll be there every single day talking about all the shows on TV, all the DC superhero shows. Uh, American Gods will be on by then. Fargo will be back. Oh, uh, also, Handmaid's Tale. Like, it's going to be some good stuff. Uh, as well as uh, continuing to talk about Doctor Who and White Princess, both of which 
which we covered uh, on the show today. Nice. So please, guys, tune in uh, because if that does well, then we'll be going daily uh, for the foreseeable future, and I will have a job, which is uh, Yay! which is good. Thing. Uh, yeah, and then also uh, be sure to check out uh, on twitch.tv slash hyperrpg. That is hyperrpg's YouTube channel. Every Friday night at 9 o'clock p.m. I am part of a show called Pencils and Parsecs. It is a Star Wars RPG, and it is amazingly fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it's super great. You guys should definitely watch it. It's Do a good it. time. Do it. <laughs> um, be sure to follow Katie on social media at Kiaget, uh, and you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Mengwin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am also on a bunch of shows here at After Buzz, and I write articles for the movie chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. Be sure to also check out the Shadow Remastered on YouTube. I will tweet out links for that. Uh, anyway, and thank you guys so, so much for watching. We'll do iTunes shoutouts next week, yeah. and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye! Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 